Welcome to the ministry of Reverend David Edigenfi. Reverend David is the founder and president of Kingdom Mystery Center Worldwide. He is an end-time apostle mandated to raise mature sons of God who will explicitly manifest their identity in Christ. Reverend David has a dynamic music ministry and is the author of Dangers of Wrong Marriage. His strong passion for soul winning has spread Jesus for all missions and evangelistic crusade ministry. Now listen to Reverend David Edgenby. In Jesus' mighty name, give us an open heaven and Lord, touch our spirit to receive of your very presence. Thy word is sharper than two edges sword. Thy word is swifter than anything we can ever imagine. It's mighty, it's powerful, it's active. We ask God for the grace to be able to handle it. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 11, the verse number 1. He said, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Today, I want to talk about the substance of things hoped for. Actually, my emphasis is going to be the hope for. Hallelujah. The substance of things, what? Hope for. <laughs> I was very, very surprised about a scripture I saw in the word of God today that made me aware that without faith, you can't even enjoy grace. You cannot have access to grace. You cannot have access to grace. And I'm just wondering how many of us don't have access to grace. I'm just wondering. Hallelujah. Because we don't have faith. Then I can understand why many of us, we give in the house of God, but we don't have or we don't receive back. I'll show you. Amen. Okay, let's look at Romans 4, the verse number 16. Then we'll come back to our scripture. He said, therefore, it is of faith that it might be by grace. That's all I need. Let me paraphrase it another way. The scripture said that, therefore, it is of faith that it might be by grace. If it is by grace, it means that it was of faith. If it is by grace, then it means that it was. So, faith will be in the past tense if the present is grace. So, to be in grace is to have walked in faith. So, anything that you do without faith cannot grant you access to grace. So, you see, walking in faith is not really an option. Because you cannot become what God has intended for you if you don't walk in faith. There are three reasons why you have to walk in faith. Number one, 
because of the promises of God. If you want to have access to the promises of God or you want to step into the promises of God, you must walk in faith. Hallelujah. Because the Bible says that it was by faith Abraham made contact with what? The promise. And tonight we'll go there. Number two. There are certain visions, okay, which we actually capture into our spirit by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. When these visions are released into your spirit, the manifestation of those visions will be by faith. And tonight I'm going to show you something and then you will understand why there are some dreams and visions which you are so passionate about but today they don't they don't they don't have control over you like they used to. Why? Because the faith to hold it you target. You target. So now it doesn't look like Charlie truly truly you used to believe, pa, you used to believe, you used to believe, pa, that Charlie, you now you are called. You now you are called, you are called, you, after school, you are called. Then all of a sudden, now you don't believe again. You don't, it's like, now you want to become Coca-Cola production manager. <laughs> you don't have anything to do with uh, ministry. The day, the last time your pastor called you, you told your pastor, I want to work so that I'll financially, I'll finance the church. You can't finance the church. You can never finance the church. Bishop Poet will tell you that you are too small to help God. Too small to help God. You can't help God. Say, I want to help the Lord. You can't. Ah, say, you can't help God. <laughs> you are too small, too tiny. <laughs> hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. Number three reason why you have to have faith. Number one is what? Because of the promises of God. Do you know there are a lot of promises in the word of God which some of us, we have not even made access. The only one we have is the promise of salvation. As many as believe, he gave them the power and you believe he died for you so now you are saved. You have it. And no cry, no. Because you don't have so much strong word on the assurance of salvation, you don't seem to believe really, really you are born again. So every day when we do attack or you will be standing in here you are born again, again. You are like me. I used to do that. Remember, the next thing will be looking at me. And I told my friend, I said, I want to be sure every year that Charlie. <laughs> I didn't understand it, redemption, until I understood it. Hallelujah. There is only one Jesus Christ. There is no Jesus Christ, and then by Jesus and guy Jesus and whatever. You don't need to accept all the Jesus. You have to accept only Jesus Christ of Nazareth. So one salvation is okay for all. Amen. Amen. There are certain situations or certain times in our lives we make declarations. Okay? We make declarations. Not, not that we have, we, had, we have visions of them. And not that we have seen it as a promise. So. But we have, it, it, like there's an inspiration. And then I speak forth. At that point that I've made a declaration, I need faith to bring it to pass. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? So it is not just speaking it and said, the moment you open your mouth, you see, 
it's, there is a difference between that says the Lord. Okay? And then there is what is not like the Lord, but you are speaking it. That is the difference between somebody who is a prophet and somebody who is not a prophet. In the prophetic office, eh, you can speak for God. <laughs> I said in the prophetic office, you can do what? You can speak for God. Speak for God and then God will agree with you. Charlie, I back you. Are you serious? Yeah? But if you're not in the prophetic office, you have to hear to speak what God is saying. Amen. Amen. But the prophetic office, even if you have not seen it, you can declare it and tell God, I have declared it. Please, can you back it for me? <laughs> Amen. Amen. So you don't, you don't joke with prophets. So. Amen. Amen. How many of us want to see the promise of God come to pass in our life? But the question is that do we even know the promise? What is the promise? What promise do you know? Which promise of God do you know? Hallelujah. Which promise of God do you know? So when we go back to Hebrews, the chapter number 11, the verse number 1, it says, Now faith is the substance of things Hope for the evidence of things not seen. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Now the substance of things hoped for, when the Bible begins to talk about that, it means that there is no way somebody can arrive at a point of faith without going through the place of hope. There is no way somebody can arrive at the point of faith without going through the place of what? Of hope. The difference between hope and faith is that faith has substance which hope doesn't have. Faith have what? Substance which hope doesn't have. And the substance has an evidence. There is a proof of that substance. So f- hope may just be an empty wish. Are you getting what I'm saying? You are wishing without any, like somebody, look, look, it's like a sick person. Obviously, if you meet a sick person, look at it. I'm going to show you something. Let me, let me show you. Cry. Amen. Hmm. Now let's look at a scripture in Mark 10, the verse number verse number 46. The verse number 46. Now, the Bible says that and they came to Jericho as he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great number of people, blind Bartimaeus, son of Tamius, sat by the wayside begging. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, when he did what? When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. 
and many charged him that he should hold his peace but he cried the more a great deal thou son of david have mercy on me and jesus stood still and commanded him to be called and they called the blind man saying unto him be of good comfort rise he calleth thee and he, he cast away his garment rose and came to jesus and jesus answered and said unto him what would thou that i should do unto thee the blind man said unto him lord that i may receive my sight now watch this this is blind by Timaeus. he heard that jesus was passing by now all this while as a blind man do you think it was necessary for jesus to have asked him what do you want me to do for you he said jesus son of david have mercy on me he said bring him the guy came he said what do you want me to do for you what do you want me to do for you do you know why jesus was asking that jesus wanted to see the substance of the hope he had always been carrying to know that now the guy has left hoping to see into having faith to see now what i'm saying is that what at all do you think a sick person will be hoping for what at all let me hear you louder healing a sick person will be hoping for healing lying in bed hoping for healing doctors will be giving injection hoping that one day will be healed hoping and hoping and hoping and hoping but usually not all sick people have faith to be healed now you see when you hope eh, it's like you are going on negotiation with the situation okay you are going on negotiation but you see when you step into faith eh, you are telling the situation you don't have a chance you are just telling the situation you don't have a chance and the situation is asking you why are you telling me i don't have a chance now you are saying that he doesn't have a chance because you have a certain substance you have a certain what substance you have a certain substance so you are telling the situation you don't have a chance now for the situation to question you and say that why are you telling me i don't have a chance then you give the evidence then it can be said that now faith is the substance of things which you have been hoping for what is the substance of that which you have been hoping for the substance is that you cannot be sick the evidence is that by his stripes you are healed he had paid it already and that is the evidence so the situation doesn't have a choice for negotiation there's no option many a times people remain in hope because they have not yet discovered the substance for their situation they are hoping for until the substance for the situation you are hoping for is found you will still remain in hope so the scripture said concerning a woman with an issue of blood for 12 years the bible says that he she went round and round and round looking for what healing the bible says that he had visited many doctors 
but yet she didn't have a healing. And one day she heard that Jesus was passing by. It was just one day. She heard that Jesus was passing by. And then she said to herself, as she was there, all that she was hoping for was what? That she should be healed. But the healing, she had no substance. I mean, the, the, the hope, she had no substance. But when he heard, she heard Jesus was passing by, she added substance to the hope. So she moved from the realm of hope and stepped into the realm of what? Of faith. Now, how do I know that she stepped into the realm of faith? Faith is a profession. So, when the substance came, she gave the evidence to the substance by stepping out to touch the hem of the garment. Child of God, today, if Jesus is passing here and you have a situation, it will be easier for you to touch the hem of his garment, believing that you will be healed. True or false? Why? Because you know it has happened before. But when she didn't know anything, nothing had ever happened, the question is that, how was she able to believe that it is true? Before she touched it, it was true. After she touched it, it is true. And even if she had not touched it, it would have been true. With faith, eh? When faith enters into situations of impossibility, it's mouse. When faith enters into situations of impossibility, it's mouse. Impossibilities do not, or, or inappropriate conditions, do not defame faith or deform faith, but rather it defines faith by refining it well. In the face of situations which looks impossible, that is where faith is well expressed. Because if it can be done already, then it's not faith. If it cannot be done and it's done, then it's faith. Then it's faith. Now, can I tell you something? You don't have a choice as a Christian to, to either live a faith life or not. Because actually, the work itself is a work of faith. The life itself is a life of faith. And the attitude is an attitude of what? So you don't have a choice. It's either you start or you'll be at the losing side. It's either you start or you'll be where? At the losing side. The truth of the matter is that no matter how I've believed, this time, especially this month, I've chosen to know more and believe more. I have chosen to know more and believe more. faith grows by time, listen to me though faith grows by time time cannot determine its manifestation and operation faith grows by time but yet when it is grown, it defiles time it defiles time, it defiles gravity, it defiles surface tension, it breaks the law of gravity, it destroys them, it makes them not matter it will be said that it should take time and build. Oh, and when faith is full of 
Hallelujah. So there's no choice. You don't have a choice. You just need to do what? Get connected. Look at somebody and say, get connected. Look at another person and say, get connected. You don't have a choice. You know, you have not moved on onto the next phase of your Christian life or the excitement and the blessings that the Lord has for us because you have failed to walk in faith. And mind you, child of God, every direction in this Christian life requires faith. And every door for it open requires faith. Every virtue for its manifestation requires faith. Even the exercise of prayer requires faith. The Bible says, and the prayer of faith shall heal the sick. Everything you do requires faith. So why are you telling me you don't want to step out? Can I tell you something? One of the things that God cannot undo is what he has spoken. So there's a song there, or there's a scripture that says, Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for you? No, there's nothing too hard for you, but there is something you might not be able to do what you have not said. <laughs> what he has not said, you can challenge him on it. It's left for negotiation. Except he imposes his sovereignty that I don't have a choice. Actually, you can't even challenge God on what he has not said because we know by hearing from him, knowledge he is a source. If he has not spoken, it doesn't become knowledge. <laughs> if God has not spoken, it doesn't become knowledge. Oh, but Pastor, that was, no, if the devil takes his clue from what God has said, when God is speaking love, the devil knows that I must speak last. So until God speaks, until God speaks. Jesus came on the scene and at every point, every point, you see, it is very easy for us to blame our pastors, our churches, and like one day, a church member was telling me, you see, daddy, you, you see, you, your own is uh, word, word, and somebody's own is healing, healing. Somebody, who told you? The truth is, who, who told you? No, the question is that, are you not even happy that your pastor is word? Take healing, take deliverance, take everything for me. Give me the word. You have given me all. giving me all. And there is nothing greater. Nothing greater. There is nothing more powerful. There is no person too powerful than a person who has caught the word of God. When you catch the word of God, ah, you can cause anything to pass. What is more powerful than imparting the word of God into a person? But unfortunately, the Bible says that we are like babies. We like to see, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. You want to see actions. No, no, Charlie. This one is powerful. This one is powerful. 
but we are not supposed to live like that. They just shall live by faith. Our eyes may not have seen it. Our ears may not have heard it. But we believe. Today I was so surprised about something the Holy Spirit revealed to me. I was like, hey. The Holy Spirit said to me, the way of wisdom is faith. I said, I don't understand. Then he repeated it. The way of wisdom is faith. If I were you, I'll begin to work so hard to make sure whatever is that which is called faith will become my portion. Now, let's look at Romans 4, the verse number 17. Or let's start from the verse number 16 where we started from. He said, therefore it is of faith that it might be by grace to the end the promise might be sure to all the seed. Not to that only which is of the law, but to that also which, are, which is of faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. 17. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations. Before him whom he believed, even God who quickeneth the dead, and calleth those things which be not as though they were. Then the number 18 says something. He said, who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations? Who is he talking about? Abraham. God walked to Abraham. Gave Abraham a promise. And when he gave Abraham the promise, Abraham waited for 30 years. 30 years. And the promise had not come to pass. God himself spoke. Came to Abraham and told Abraham, this is it. Now, somebody will tell me that, Pastor, actually, Abraham had the faith to believe. Abraham had the faith to believe because he saw God. Or he heard that this one is God, this one is God. So he believed. But the truth of the matter is that when Abraham started his work with God, he, had, he didn't know anything about God. All that Abraham knew was paganism. Abraham was coming from a home where idol worship was on their boundaries, a bosom, some power. It will need be be a friend. I mean, you need money, bosom. And then you may call Abraham no catch and say, Bra, the same name for one call as a CBA metro. Nipanu, who name? What a name? Would name Nipaku as a sequel or canoe? Would name? And then Abraham packed these things and didn't leave his wife on top because he has so much faith in God. He took somebody's life in addition to his reckless life. And followed a certain voice he alone heard. And went and followed and went. And the Bible said at the point, he went to walk on the land. The promised land. He, to, he went to walk there by faith. That's what the Bible says in the Bible. He said that by, by faith he sojourned on that land. Whilst he didn't even know. What does that mean? Faith can bring you into the promise of God even when you are not aware. Walking by faith. It can bring you into the promise of God. It can bring you into the calling of God of your life. It can bring you the mantle of God. It can bring you the mandate of God. It cause you to fulfill and walk in the perfect will of God. Even if you are not aware. Why? Because you have come to a certain point knowing that all things are working together for your good. And you believe because it is the word of God. Because it is the word of God. 
I want to give you a son. And this is a guy who got married to a young girl and they have tried to bring forth and it didn't work only to realize actually that he is strong when he tried it on his maid servant. He brought forth Ishmael but Sarah couldn't bring forth. And then at the age of 70 you tell Natalie I'm going to make you the father of many nations. Can you imagine? I'm going to make you the father of many nations. A person who doesn't have anything, anybody. He doesn't have a baby. So when he said that, Abraham was thinking it was going to be Ishmael. God said, no, 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 no. It has nothing to do with Ishmael. I'm going to make you the father of many nations. And then Abraham believed. He believed. He held on to that message. Waiting that one day, and then the angel told Abraham, he said, your wife will bring forth. And the wife laughed. <laughs> Are you following what I'm, tell- I'm telling you? For 30 years, when I was 70 years, I wasn't able to give birth. Now I'm 100 years. I'm not even able to hold my walking stick. The Bible talks about the deadness of his body. The guy came to a point, his body was literally dead. His whole body, it was literally what? Dead. He was not able to do anything. And then looked at his wife. He's, he, he didn't talk about his wife's body. He spoke about his wife's womb. Was dead. But in that situation, Abraham still couldn't give up believing that the promise will come to pass. I'm teaching something. By the time you see what I'm talking to you about. Abraham still. So that's not just to us. That if it is faith. If we choose to walk in faith. It doesn't negate challenges. Tribulations. Situations which are unpleasant. But as I told you. The quality of your faith. Is shown and is seen during those times. (laughs) Father of many nations, yet no child. What an irony. If it is faith, eh, the world will laugh at you. I say, if it is faith, the world will laugh at you. Some of us, (laughs) some of us, eh, the things we do, we think it's faith. But it's not faith. Why am I saying that? I'm saying that because you are trying to party the whole thing after the pattern of the world. And you are calling the Lord is blessing me. Who told you? Who told the Lord is blessing you? You know the way you bought your car, Charlie? It is through brown envelope. And you call that one a blessing. It's not a blessing. It's not a blessing. Back door. Why did you know my fatigue was it? Picanto blessing. But you see, I like the side that said, who against hope? It means that every situation, everything that could give Abraham a sense of hope. Oh, 
US. No new din come on to passport my passport. Oh sir. Okay, Becca said you Don't you think that would be your point of hope? That would be your point of hope. That sound come on. It is very easy for you to hope that Tale. I come question and cry a shame and I mean nearly that so be about me, brother. Yamia, you'll be Yamia, you'll be who said, and on an airbano. And on airbano. I call you a one man and taxi born with we. Does that mean that the prophecy will not come to pass? But that is what you think. Now you begin to give them credit. What, what are you going to talk about there? What are you going to do? I don't remember the last time I prayed against witches and wizards. I don't remember. I'm telling you the truth. When I'm praying, I, I, I'm thinking about the seniors, so juniors there. <laughs> Can I tell you something? One of the highest ways to overcome witches and wizards is wisdom. Walking in wisdom. And like I told you, the Bible, the, the Lord, the Holy Spirit told me today. I said the way of wisdom is faith. And what is the way of wisdom? Now, the way of wisdom is faith. What is the way of wisdom? Jesus has been made unto us what? Wisdom. When Jesus, who has been made unto us wisdom, when he came, he said he's what? He's the way. Is that not it? And then this way he said that if you believe in me. You will not what? Perish. So the way of wisdom is faith in Christ. You didn't understand it. <laughs> anyway, it's not for you. It's faith in Christ. And actually, to let you get it clearly, just get it this way. What is faith? Faith actually is purely obedience to the word of God. And the scripture says that and the man who hears the word and obey is liking unto a wise man. So the way of wisdom is faith. Faith is obedience to the word of God. Because faith is profession more than what? Confession. We have to understand these things. Otherwise, we've lost it. So if you walk in this way, the ways of God are too high for a witch to be able to compete with you. Bishop Oedipo used to say something I never I used not to understand him. He said the witch who is meant to kill me is not yet born. It's not yet born. Who are you? Which kill me? How? You would think that he's bragging. But you see, the man is full of faith. Let's back to our subject. We'll bounce back there. So Abraham looked around him, and every situation which would give him hope. Ni ankelo be fanakwa brochure. Ni ankelo taxi na abo no awaye de. Where we? So there is nothing, 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 nothing that he can look at and say because of this, I know this thing will come to pass. If you fail to walk in faith, people will abuse you. Why? 
your Lord and your King, the Savior of your life. But listen to me. It's a privilege for anybody to be considered by the Lord to be used for your life. It's a privilege. I'm telling you. Because God doesn't use people and abuse them or wear them out. When God chooses a man to use a man, he makes their life better. And by the time he's done with them, the man has become a better person than before. So if God takes a man to use him, to use him because of you, the person is blessed. He's blessed. The person is blessed. That's why when it's time for you to you find a man of God, your pastor, and you are serving, the Lord has chosen because if God hasn't called you, the Bible says, if he doesn't call, if the father doesn't call you, you can't come to the son. If God hasn't called this church, no matter whatever you do, you can do whatever, you can never come. I'm telling you, so if you are here, it means you are called to be here. And if that is the case, then you must recognize the fact that the Lord has called me to be part of this mission and to make sure that I'm being used by the Lord and by the time he leaves me, I will be a better person. Pastor, what are you talking about? Go and ask Joseph, a man of promise. It was very easy for Joseph to have said, hey, I'm a covenanted person, a Jew. Why should I be in Egypt and be serving Egyptians? And that was arrogance and pride. But the guy was quiet. Do you know what Joseph was doing? Joseph held on to the vision that was inspired in the spirit by the Holy Ghost. When he saw the moon and the sun bowing and the 11 stars, he held on. Went to Potiphar's house. He kept looking at the vision. When Potiphar's wife gave him free scholarship, he said, this is not part of the syllabus. He held on and he found himself in prison. The pain of the prison was not of a concern, but he kept looking at the vision. Because the vision was talking about ruling and dominion and he was, that was the whole thing. So at every point in time, the guy was in charge, even in the prison. The guy was in charge. Even in the prison. So when the moment came, child of God, hear me. I told you from the beginning that it may take time to grow your faith. But when faith is grown, it will defile time. It will defile time. It would have been a normal honor for Joseph to have come from the royal family and be raised a weight for the death of Pharaoh so that he becomes the next of king. But when he came out of the prison, same day after revealing the meaning of the dream to the king, he was established, no process, no training, no protocol, nothing. Defiling of time because of what? So when you think it's too late, it's not too late. God is about beginning with you. I say when you think it is too late, it's not too late. God is about beginning with you. I don't care what the situation is. I don't care what you can see. Child of God, I am so worried. I am so worried about this fact that you say you can't see. At least see what he said. See. He said, behold, every time, make sure you are seeing. Make sure you are seeing. Because when faith gets hold of it, nobody can take out, out, out from you. If faith gets hold of it, it will surely come to pass. 
if faith gets hold of it, it cannot be corrupted. It cannot be altered. It cannot be substituted. And it cannot change. So all the conditions. Abraham was 100 years. Sarah was 90 years. They, are, they, were, they were dead in womb and in body. No way to carry. I'm just wondering. The strength that Sarah will use to carry a baby for 9 months. But I say that when it is faith, it will defy time. It will defy protocol. It will defy every system and order. It will defy the ranks. It will defy the condition. When the time came and the pregnancy came, the Bible says that Abraham hoped, even against hope, even in the face of hopelessness, that guy had hope. So the question is that the things which must be present to give me hope, they were absent. They were corrupted. They were not in sight. So how did the guy have another hope against that hope? How did he have that hope? And I'm talking about the substance. The substance. Child of God. The patience of Abraham was the evidence. But you know the substance was his hope. And what was that hope? You must hope. But must have substance to that hope. Child of God, I believe and I know. I know this ministry is going to grow. I know nothing is going to stop it. I know it's going to be one of the most vibrant ministries in town. As for numbers, we will overflow. I said we will overflow. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. If there is going to be busyness and activeness in this town, it is because Kingdom Mystery Center is still in town. And so shall it be. It shall be said that this is the place you will find God. Somebody told me something. I was so excited. He's not a member of this church. He has his own church. And one day he said, Pastor, you know something? Anytime I'm walking in town, somebody tells me, Charlie, I feel I'm about time. I said, I tell the person, go to KMC. Then I said, Pastor, I asked him, I almost mentioned his name. I said, why do you say that? He said, Pastor, the truth is that it was when I came to play instrument in your church that I understood I'm not born again and I found God. But I have been playing wherever I was. I was like, wow. And I love that testimony. May those testimony increase in abundance. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. This ministry shall be a ministry that on Tuesday, people will be running to church. Because they know what they are coming to meet. They know there is going to be supernatural encounter. Their presence abounding. Understanding being on, on the abundance. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Miracle is the order of the day. As for lack, it will be a thing of the past. I declare and decree that you shall be in charge of the economic temperature of this city. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. You will determine whether it will be hot or cold. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. You can't be carrying these revelations and be walking about and then be a talkative. No. You must be a walkative. A walkative. Not just what. And work out what you have heard. Not just talking it. What was the hope? Everything was.
was there. Everything was gone. But the Bible said, <laughs> He said, Who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations? This was what was quoted to him in the last two verses that you will be the father of many nations. So the guy kept the word outside. He kept hoping that he was going to be the father of many nations. Then he said, According to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed word be. He didn't say, according to the strength of my body, or according to the strength of the womb of my wife, or according to my age, or whatever. He lifted his eyes above all the conditions that were surrounding the situation, and kept looking, looking at what has been said. And you know what he said? Next verse. Look at what he said. And be not weak in faith, he considered not his own body. It means that he took his eye off his body. That situation, that condition, that condition that would let his faith be weak, that condition that would change his attitude towards God, that condition that would let him give up on God. Abraham took his eye off. He bullshitted it. Now listen to me. Faith doesn't fail. Listen to me. Faith doesn't fail to acknowledge that there is a situation which looks impossible but it doesn't give it place to play a role in this course the fact that you have you have faith and you have developed faith for your healing man of god it doesn't mean there is no pain in the body but the condition is that the pain doesn't suggest to you what will be the result You have to focus on something. You have to focus on something. So he said, and be not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead. When he saw about, when he was about a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. It's all the conditions. Senka, wanumpo, enanibodi newua. But that was not the case. The verse number 20. Look at what the Bible said. Let's push on, please. He said, He staggered not at the promise. He staggered not at the promise. That means that he didn't doubt. The promise he didn't doubt. And this is the substance I'm talking about. I'm going to point out the substance to you right now. Abraham didn't doubt. And if you were to ask Abraham, Abraham, look at you. 100 years. Look at you. You can't even hold a walking stick. Look at your wife. How are you going to sleep on this old woman and say, I'm going to impregnate her? How is she going to carry a baby? As long as faith remains supernatural, every event concerning the surrounding faith will be supernatural. So look at what he said. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith. He kept on giving glory to who? God. Now watch the substance Abraham gave to the thing in the verse number 21. Let's move on. And be fully persuaded that what he had promised he was able to perform so this 
situation. Abraham knew that God who created things out of nothing, he can create a baby out of an old woman. He can create a baby out of an old man. He can create a baby and bring a baby out. What is that situation you are so worried about? What is that situation? Now faith is the substance of the things you are hoping for. What is the substance here? The substance is what Abraham has told you. He held on. Child of God, let me tell you. The devil's interest is to fight your faith. Do you know why? The reason is that God has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in where? In the heavenlies. Now you have to understand that if it's a spiritual blessing, it's convector. It's called what? Faith. You can only convert them and, and by faith. And for the devil to prove to you that God is a liar, he always wants your faith to fail. So that you don't have access to those things. And then you say that God is not true. It's not true. But God cannot lie. God cannot lie. Last Sunday we understood that this man God, by the time he speaks, he had finished. So what he's telling you and what he's saying to you, he's actually telling you what he has finished. And he's telling you to start the process. That's finished. Just work in the process. That's all. If you want to know how God does his things, go and ask for a film director. The film you are watching, <laughs> and you are no, even not the watching. The film you have been pointed as a character to come and perform. He has finished performing it in his room, writing the script and everything, and he's telling you stage it. So all of us on earth, we are actors and actresses. We are staging a movie, and God is watching. Don't forget the Bible says that He's the author. He's the author. He's the author and the finisher. I know not throw movie, no, or throw movie, no. So we are all actors and actors of God's movie. He has finished writing it. He has finished writing it. <laughs> he has finished writing it. <laughs> I say he has finished writing it. I say he has finished writing it. When we are acting a movie, eh, when you make a mistake, he tells you, oh, no, 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 cut it, cut it. Start all over. Okay, one, two, action. Some of you, God has stopped you and he said, he has said one, he has said two. He's about to say action. God is a God of what? A second. Don't condemn yourself. The Bible says, now therefore there is no condemnation for them that are in Christ Jesus. The moment you step into Christ Jesus, you have been elected as an actor or an actress to act God's movie. That's it. So Abraham didn't stagger. Abraham knows that. Hey, one thing that Abraham, I'm sure he knew was that if he, if he dies, God can wake him up to give birth before he go back. To what extent do you believe in God? To what extent have you heard on? Barakata la masota yakata. Kibaro barekata. To what extent? 
it is not noise making. It's not screaming it and shouting it and making a declaration. Some of us, the truth of the matter is that for us to say that we are the righteousness of God, we don't even understand. Actually, when it comes to righteousness, there are two sides of righteousness that people don't know. There is a difference between being the righteousness of God and having and living right. They are not the same. They are not the same. Good morals doesn't necessarily mean righteousness. <laughs> that, oh my goodness, my goodness. You see, the unfolding of good morals in Christ, that is righteousness. The unfolding of good morals outside Christ, that is hypocrisy. You have to understand it. God said, you are my righteousness. At a certain point, he said, Jesus has made unto us what? Righteousness. So there are two sides of righteousness. There is a point where we are God's righteousness and there is a point where he is our righteousness. Wow. What does that mean? When people look at us and they don't understand how the righteousness of God is, when they look at us, when they see us, everything that concerns us, everything good, bad, uh, stolen, falling, backsliding, fornicated, whatever, when you put everything together plus all the judgment, the mercies and the graces and the justice and everything together, you can see the righteousness of God in it. So they look at us, they see, ah, Charlie, this is the righteousness of God. This is the righteousness of God. This, and you see, when we look at how, when we, we look at how we have become, through all the things that we have, the, the sufferings and everything, how we have become, we are saved and now we are fine, then we understand that it is not of works, it's any man's to boast, it's the gift of God, that is the righteousness of God unto us it is the gift of God let's stay, let's stay on our, our faith, let's stay on our faith Child of God, I said, let's do what? Let's do. And all these things, you see, it is by faith we understood that the worlds were framed. You see, it is by faith you will even understand the word of God. By faith. By faith. Church, let's rise up in faith. Let's look for it. Don't be too interested in, in nice word and the word is nice. Let the life be nice as the word. Let the life be nice the way. Why do you think that when you see a sick person, you have to pray two hours before you can heal the person? Ah, that is the day you made a healing in your business. It's not your business. He had finished the business long time. That finished the business. Am I am I preaching? Am I teaching? So this point is very important. Be fully persuaded. Come what may. Be fully. Can you imagine? Can just stand in here? And then I pick a gun. And I say, Kenjo, I'll shoot you. Do you think Kenjo can ever believe me? Do you think he can believe me? That I will shoot him? Was 
Sema media di yase. Ma brabo mi boni na ni peni na hunu se. Miye miye yesube. Obiye hunu. Eti yesue. Se wana wedia. Wajo ni semina media di yase. Buna meji wedino. Eni ebi hunu se. Yeji wudia mfaswanya de. Eni show. Wuni wani me guase. Fully persuaded. Fully persuaded. And yet back up and Abraham and then they say, Hey, Massa no Akasano. Cry. Only cause of a good crop of a sobey. And you know, and you know, and you know, obey any film, Papa Fiu, Abrana, mini baby Ameko. This is the thing. The question is, what is the prophecy you have received? What is the promise? That has come alive to you. Child of God. Can I tell you something? Pastor, me. You see, some of us are here. We don't even know what to believe. We don't, we don't know. One day I went to visit a daughter in school. And I actually I said, do you remember the prophecy? Said, Daddy, some of you. I said, do you write them down? Daddy, I don't know. I don't, I don't write them down. Then I realized that this guy. That's giving chance to the devil to have hair. Has given chance to the devil to have it. You are pass at me. Nobody, nobody has prophesied to me before. Hey, listen to me. <laughs> the word of God is a sure word of prophecy. Sometimes when you pick the Bible in it, when you pick the Bible and I read it, I, my time is up. I, I wanted to teach you something very mighty, very mighty that would have blown you off. But for my time. So then when you, are reading, you take the Bible and you are reading it, you'll be looking into the Bible. You realize that you get to a certain point, it is as though the particular scripture, that is the only scripture that exists in the Bible. It, it means a lot to you. You can't just forget about it. You look at it, wow, how can this be true? Wow, you get up, you come back, you open the Bible in the same place, you're looking at it, wow, wow, it, keep, it keeps getting your attention. Once, have, have, once has he spoken it twice, have I heard? You keep hearing it, you keep hearing it, you sit down, and you, it, you, it, it gets alive. Now, when you sit down to meditate upon it, you begin to see that, no, this thing is really speaking about me. This is talking about my situation. Yeah, it looks like this. We call it Rema. When that begins to happen, there is, a, there is what you have to do. And I'll be giving you more details on that on Sunday. There is what you have to do. There is what you have to do. You have to learn how to miss the word with faith. Miss the word with faith. Because the word, when it's missed with faith, it produces flesh. Physical evidence. It brings forth. And the word became flesh. And it dwelled among men. Don't forget. Before the word became flesh. And it dwelled among men. He also said, as many as believed. He gave them. One has to believe. One has to believe. Talking about faith. You can't joke with your life. Look. There are measures of faith. Faith. <laughs> faith graciously. Listen to me very careful. Faith graciously is always given in measure, in a certain measure. The truth is that if it is not of grace, listen to me, if it is not of grace, the sinner cannot have faith. The initial faith is an imparted faith from the Holy Spirit. 
the initial faith is an imparted faith from the Holy Spirit. Your work is what your pastor taught you the last time. Building your most holy faith. It's imparted. The next thing is to build it. And the truth of the matter is that faith to every situation is relevant. The faith to heal the sick is not the same faith to have financial breakthrough. You may have faith to raise the dead, but you may be poor. You need another faith to possess wealth. So, that you have preached a powerful message. Listen to me. Doesn't mean that everybody will rush into the church. You need another faith to call them in. Be confused. Because GDA is strong, they are also open. And being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was able. So Abraham knew about him that he's called the able God. He was able also. To perform, he's the God that promised and performed. That was what Abraham knew about him. He held on to it, he held on to it. it. If people were asking him, he kept saying, Oh, God is able, oh, the Lord is able, oh, God is faithful, he is he's able to do exceedingly abundantly. Oh, God, today I was reading a book, it's a particular book that I have tried to read from 2004, but I have always had struggles whenever I take the book. I try then I stop. My young. Today I just opened to a certain page and I was reading. And the man of God made a certain statement in the book. I say it with all humility. Then I understood why the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit wanted me to just be careful in reading the book. Just wanted me because the statement the man made, I was thinking. It's not because I'm too powerful. The reason is that revelation is progressive. So maybe during your era, Revelation has not hit that height. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you <laughs> what it is. I don't want to prove arrogant and proud. I don't know who's, what somebody will also see about my book. <laughs> Amen. Can I tell you the truth? I couldn't preach today's message. That's the truth. All this that I've told you was just an introduction. Just leading you to what the main thing was supposed to be. Because I wanted to tell you about the source of divine faith. Faith is a big thing. It's a lifetime profession. It's not a one-time exhibition. No, it's a lifetime profession. So, <laughs> don't, don't be too happy when you exhibit it one day. And then you have arrived. No, you've not. It's a lifetime profession. Coming to church, you should have faith that God is there. You should have faith that I'm going to meet God. When they live the song, oh, you should have faith that God is in it. When the word of God is coming, you should have faith that the Lord is speaking to me. Faith is a lifetime profession. You should have taken things so normal and ordinary. And this has been the problem. Like when I'm preaching, oh, I have faith that He is here. So whatever I'm saying, I have to be careful. And the truth of the matter is that since I'm preaching right now, I have so much faith that he's the one speaking through me and by me. That's the faith. And the moment is faith, man of God, can I tell you something? Do you know how to walk in righteousness? 
Do you know how to walk in righteousness? It's by faith. He said, and by faith, Abraham believed God and it was accredited to him as righteousness. Man of God, whether you know it or not, if you do it by faith, it's a righteous move. If you do it by faith, you have done, you have done what is right. The truth of the matter is that the most insignificant act of faith brings so much a great smile on the face of the father you have no idea about. So he said, if you have faith like a mustard seed, you can move mountains. A, a faith which is less and least than a mustard seed makes God smile and brings excitement to the heart of God. An act of faith that a child of God will exhibit, no matter how small it is, gladdens the heart of the father. All he needs from us, and, in, and without faith, and without faith, and without faith, he said, it is impossible to please God. He didn't say, and without two cups of faith. He said, and without faith, if he can see a grain of faith, he will be pleased. He will be pleased. Now listen. Verse number 10. Isaiah 55, verse number 10. Look at it. I want to recite you right here. For as the rain cometh down, and the snow from heaven, and returneth not theta, but watereth the earth, and maketh it bring forth a bud. Then he said, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater. Now look at this picture very careful. Verse number 11 says something. He says, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not it shall not, it shall not, it shall not. Child of God, this statement, this phrase alone is enough for you to hook your faith to. It shall not, it shall not, it shall not, it shall not. This is God speaking. And he's telling you. He said, as the rains and the snow comes down, and when they touch down, they don't rise up and go back to the heavens. But it waters the earth and makes sure that the earth and bring forth fruit and give bread to eaters and seed to sow it. He says, so shall my word be when it is sent to you. He said, it shall not. It is not, it might not. It shall not. It's a sure word. He says, it shall not. No time bound. It shall not. I don't care how long it has kept. It shall not. It shall not. It shall not. This is the word of God. It shall not, no matter what. It shall not. When the word of God came, I was fornicating. It will wait for you to repent. It shall not return. When the word of look, that now shake it That is why the Bible says that He gives and uh, colleagues they are without our repentance. It shall not. It shall not return unto me void. <laughs> but it shall accomplish glory. It shall accomplish that which I please. And it shall prosper in the thing where to I sent it. Was it saying, I'm a summa massimum? Was it a costro 
So for the na che osi en sanachi en asem no eye die ye rebe Is it not enough to hook your faith with? Do you know why we cry? We cry because man of God, we look at the external factors. The Bible says that the scientific factors didn't change Abraham. The external reasons didn't change Abraham. And the internal reasons, his body, outside his body, none of the situations, I mean, caused his faith to what? Stagger. He held on. The reason why you are crying is because you have calculated how close the time is. The reason why you are crying is because the last time, you, you, it was just almost time to six March, where you are supposed to get married, your wedding date, and just on the, on the, on the on, on last, uh, last day of April, he said that, uh, uh, I will not marry you again. I will not marry you again. I'm in February. I will not marry you again. And then you started crying. Oh, sir, look at me. Look at me. Hey. He's the Alpha and the Omega. He's the miracle working God. He's a God that works in process. But he's also the God that intervenes and intercepts time. And causes a miracle to happen. What are, we talk, what, are we think, what are we talking about? He raises a king in a day. What are you talking about? Hallelujah. Praise God. See, the word shall not fail. I believe. Can I tell you something? Don't be too much interested in reading the word alone. Be so strong in believing the word. No matter what. Die hard supporter, also a die hard word believer. What do you think? We bless the Lord. Let's end here. Let's end here. Praise God. Tell the Lord today.
everybody say it. Never settle for less. We know there's more that's coming. All of creation waited for the manifestation of the Son of God. We know there's more that's found in you. It's time that we find ourselves in you. Settle for sickness and disease. We will not settle for pain, oh God. We will never settle for less. We will not settle for a broken heart. We will not settle for depression. Because it's in you, Lord. It's in you. Lord. It's in you. Lord. 